Previously on Table Quests. If you save Open Lord, she could make you knight too. I mean, that's a decent point. You could be two knights. <laughs> <laughs> that dagger is a dagger that allows me to see. I can see why you wanted it back. <laughs> I'm gonna hold up the uh, holy symbol of Loth. Drow priestess taken care of as well. At this, he's Azrock's just speechless. Tell the entire encampment, tonight we celebrate. Grab your dice and remember your shrubbery. This is table quests. <laughs> Azrock asks uh, you, Burgle, to go to the were-rat colony to um, basically talk to them and uh, try and get uh, a few additional people to come back with you since you have successfully won over the Hobgoblin's favor. Azrock is also going to send out a message runner to try and contact uh, Xanathar's guild because they are, I mean, they're, it's the whole the enemy of my enemy is my friend kind of thing, and that was largely Xanathar's turf. Um, so if they can get some help essentially on the inside, then things will be uh, hopefully go better or at least they can glean some information that they didn't know with that he sends you all uh a, a way to make preparations for the feast um and preparations for the nego the negotiations for how to take back skullport we long rest right uh yes if you want oh, to do anything you. beforehand um <laughs> So the guy who was like one hit away from dead. Yeah, yeah. So yeah and the guy who was previously rest, right? infested with spiders. Yeah, yeah, exactly. We <laughs> the guy who's like just completely just bleeding from his eyeballs, and the other guy who's like still coughing up spiders. We uh, can rest now, right? <laughs> why am I bleeding from my eyeball? I need you to fetch the best oregano. <laughs> no, heck you. <laughs> <laughs> you see, we never go to battle without having oregano in our feet. Uh, Kath, you're not bleeding from your eyes. You're crying tears of blood no, from the yeah, strain of your victory. That's not how crying works. <laughs> that's not how this works. That's not how any of this works. Hey, Jesus did it. He didn't cry blood. <laughs> Sweat and blood. <laughs> also, Keth is not Jesus. Yes. <laughs> Good to know. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, if he was, then we wouldn't have to worry about him dying in the first place. Amen to that. Amen <laughs> Badger, you get to pick when you want to go off and, like, talk to your fellow brethren of the rat colony. Sure. Um as well as, like, we'll jump back and forth a little bit as you go out to some of the others. Um, for your information, just because you would know this, um, the rat colony is kind of uh, in makeshift structures, more outside, one of like, kind of further along out of one of the entrances of Skullport. Um, they're, they didn't really find a good place to 
set up camp, so to speak. So it's mostly they're they're making the most of it, but it's not great. Um, for the rest of you, you pretty much have free reign of the the encampment. Um, Lady Elena, Spike, and um, Sir Frederick. Sir Frederick went back to their quarters to get basically cleaned up, freshened up, and um, take care of any wounds that uh, any of them might have re received. What are you? What are you all doing? Where are you going? Sleeping. Or a tent to relax. Yeah, long resting. <laughs> Go, Jake. I guess Badger will. Uh, start trekking the Skullport. <laughs> what? Yeah, because that's where the rat colony or, is. Not Skullport, the... Yeah, yeah. Towards the rat colony. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's like he's just like, see ya. Say yeah, I'm gonna storm Skullport on my own. <laughs> he's, gotta, he's gotta set up the ambush for us for when we get there. Exactly. Gotta scope it out. And he's gonna ambush us so that we can all go join Yakeg on Yakeg's big adventure. <laughs> oh, so he's, you're all he's gonna after, die! All this time hanging out with us was just to get us all killed in Skullport, huh? Figured it out. So we lowered our guard. Surface walkers have many mm -hmm. shiny rocks. Lucas and Isaiah and Kath are going to rest. Um, Badger, do you want to go and contact your uh? colony now or do you want to wait for essentially the beginning of the next day yeah he'll he'll rest okay. first and then uh before he leaves um he is going to find uh azrock and ask him when he's meeting uh xanathar's representative we are planning to invite Xanathar's representatives, as well as uh, the representatives from your people, to the feast. After the feast, we plan to have uh, a more private discussion in my chambers to prepare for the assault on um, Skullport. Good. Splendid. <laughs> Thank you. Absolutely. Then I guess he'll start making his way to uh, the Rat Colony. Um, anyone else want to do something? You've all had a long rest. Um, the encampment is open. I would I like to see morning stretches. Oh, yes. There you go. Isaiah uh, will not be participating. Yes, because Isaiah would know that it is actually one p.m. <laughs> oh, that's true. Is <laughs> <laughs> uh, key in mind. <laughs> I'm going to see if there are any merchants, legitimate or otherwise, who uh, carry any poisons for my new dagger. Poisons. Okay. Mm -hmm. Um, the uh, Hobgoblin Encampment does have a few um, merchants that sell various things. You approach one of them that has... Uh, a variety of different herbs and other things. So you would kind of assume, like, if anyone's going to have poisons, it's going to be the the person dealing with more, more of the organic material. Um, mm. The merchant introduces uh, herself. It is a female hobgoblin as Larlin. After you inquire uh, her if she stocks any poisons, uh, she says... 
the day before a feast. Or it's the day of a feast. Yeah. <laughs> Where you got any poisons? High intelligence, low wisdom. Uh, she looks at you kind of quizzically, but well, us hobgoblins, we 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 prefer to let our steel do the talking. We don't really rely on uh, poisons. Well, let me tell you, I do the best of both worlds. <laughs> I show her this little dagger. <laughs> you threaten the merchant with the dagger. <laughs> it's. Is that to pick your teeth or? Oh. <laughs> Don't insult oh. a man's tools. <laughs> oh, so it's cutlery. Wait, why would you want to put poison on cutlery? Haven't you heard? There's a feast going on. You know, on. <laughs> it was rather stupid of me to come to a place loaded with dried grasses and think I could find anything legitimate. Oof. Ow. And I storm away. <laughs> friends. Burning bridges. What is it? What a strange... What a strange man. You are a sad, strange <laughs> little man. And you have my pity. Farewell. Farewell. Now there's a hobgoblin who thinks you poison your own cutlery. <laughs> I spent years developing an immunity to Iocane powder. So... While the topic of poison is brought up, uh, just to clarify something. When we swapped over to the Phantom, we kept the, like, you can't get drunk, but the whole, like, affected by poison thing is not a thing. Just because, like, that explains why you were actually put to sleep by the drow poison. I believe it. So, I just wanted to cover that base, be like, by the way, this was actually really legit, I just want to say... No, yeah, I have a little purged late. That was my memory of most ago. of the... Four, three, four episodes ago. Yeah. I purged my memory of the revived rogue, so... <laughs> okay. Um, jumping back to uh, Badger. The trip there is fairly uneventful. You managed to kind of, you know, keep to the... Well, it's all shadows, so I guess... You just waltz right down the middle. Because <laughs> it's dark. Um, and I'll probably, walk, I'll probably keep to the yeah, side. Yeah. Just because there's always dangers. Danger, danger, danger. You eventually get to kind of the entrance to Skullport. It doesn't take that long because it's not that far away from the encampment. It probably takes you maybe like half an hour to get there. So because this encampment of the, the were-rat colony is kind of out in the open, uh, they have guards posted at either end of the like encampment because it's, it's basically in this tunnel. There's a little bit of an alcove that they're kind of recessed in. Um, you have about 40, uh, 40 people, uh, 40 were-rats in your colony. So it's like a decent chunk of people. And as you approach the camp from one side, um, one of the uh, th they constantly have um, someone kind of on guard duty at, at either ends of the um, of the encampment. Um, and so as you walk up, uh, are you in uh, human form or wear rat form? He's going to uh, be in wear rat form, so it just he's easier to identify as one okay. of them. 
Yeah. Um, one of the where rats guarding at uh, sees you and call uh, calls out to you, brother, halt! Hey, it, it's me, Badger. Ah, oh, Badger. Do I recognize this guy? Um, yes. So this, uh, a lot of the um, where rats have kind of uh, much like you. Um, they have human had human names, but have largely kind of changed to using uh, kind of where rat like nicknames that they've given each other. Um, and the uh, the where rat in front of you is a um, is a male where rat uh, named Snatch. Snatch. Yes. Such a nice name or nickname. The Bandersnatch. I got, I got good news for the boss. Hoping I could go see him. Absolutely. Uh, I I would assume then that your uh, attempt to gain the help of the hobgoblins was successful then? Yes. Got some extra help too along the way. How have things been here? Oh, well, it's been difficult. We've lost a few of our kind to dangers that have been l- that lurk around on this floor but we're making do oh to hear that we'll have to catch up later he gives you a nod and basically just uh allows you to pass um you uh go further down this tunnel and it starts to open up into this little alcove um you see a number of um where rats uh some of them are sleeping with kind of scraps of different uh like blankets with holes in them pulled over themselves uh there are a few that are in the corner that are playing it looks like they're playing a game with sticks or like uh the, the some basically debris that they've found and you go in uh, further into kind of the, the the furthest area back, and there is a a were rat in uh, in human form. Like mo- most of the individuals that you would asso- associate with were rats are kind of thin and wiry. Um, this uh, this person is a lot more like sturdy built. Probably a little bit on the, I'll say, pudgier side. I, I had mentioned that most of the were rats took on various names from uh, their basically nicknames. Um, he is the one who kept his original name. Um, so his name is Holt, and that is what he is referred to um, from the rest of the encampment. Badger. It's. Been a number of days. We had feared the worst. What what news do you bring? I got help from Azrock. You've got help? Splendid. Yes, him and his army and a and a few adventurers too. Maybe maybe Xanathar. We'll we'll see. Xanathar's getting involved. We asked for help when those monsters originally kicked well, us out. Well, hopefully they're gonna. Uh, 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 Azrock and his peeps are going to talk to him, and hopefully he's going to be some sort of enemy of my enemies, my friend type logic. <laughs> well, I wish him good luck. Xanathar has yeah. <laughs> no one's interest besides his own. 
Uh, he's a complicated thing, that's for sure. What's the word, uh, Ben, over here? We sent a few scouts back into Skullport just to check out the place. And most of the time, for the, for the last few weeks, um, the, the city was alight with activity from them bringing in... They've started to bring in new people from, from the barges. So they're getting resources, building a reserve of people. So if, we have to, if we're going to strike, we should do it soon. The confusing thing is that uh, the last couple days, whenever we would send scouts in, there was no one there. The, the city of Skullport was eerily quiet. Normally we could glean some sort of activity, but there was nothing. Really? Interesting. I'll have to tell the others. Or maybe you can. Well, because one of the reasons I'm back is they're wanting to throw a little bit of a feast and uh, they were hoping I could invite some of you. It honestly sounds like something we could use right about now with all the things that have happened to, to our colony. Yeah, I'd say so. I'll gather up a few of our, our brothers and we can head on over there. I look forward to speaking with Azrock. Hopefully it all go well. It's good to see you, though. Wasn't sure I'd make it out of there. Oh? Almost got captured by the, by the drow. They've been pushing out and expanding their region of influence lately, so I was... Well, I, I'm honestly surprised that Azrock wants to talk with us, since I, I had assumed that he would already have his hands full. Well, the drow was the, real, was the real thing that was keeping his hands tied. Right. But we managed to take out their leader. You took out their leader? Yeah, yeah, I took him out. <laughs> All by myself. <laughs> the heavens part, and Editor Josh comes down. No, he didn't. <laughs> no, no, that doesn't. Uh, I, will, I, I will say, though, it wouldn't have been possible without a, um, some help from these adventurers. Like the the ones that I told you that helped us out get get uh, Azrock's allegiance. Yes. If you think we need some more members, I'll have to introduce you to them. Me mm -hmm. Time for some <laughs> biting, I see. Mm. At least something to put into consideration. Initiation. Well. Initiation. Isn't that my decision? <laughs> I mean... You know, you know been, how we they've work. They've been mostly very useful. We don't, we don't just add people. It's if they come to us willingly and want to join, then that is when we give them our gift. Yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll know, I'll know, I'll know. Just, just something to put into consideration. We don't just bite right. people. That's well, no, well, no, of course not, of course not. I, well, I haven't been openly biting people. Calm down. Not again, Badger. <laughs> I mean, Gosh darn it! <laughs> I mean, I figure we could invite them first. <laughs> you were banished for being clumsy. <laughs> I'll think about it. All right. I don't think I have anything else to add about Azrock. Do you have any extra questions about it? 
he doesn't have any further questions, you give him the general uh, time frame of when the feast is expected to start, and uh, he starts to gather up some of the people kind of closer to him, both as advisors that he kind of looks to, and as well as a few of the guard detail to, like, escort him to uh, Azrox's. Okay. Then I guess we'll start making our way back there. Okay. Uh, so you all start heading back, and um, the go, jumping back to the encampment, uh, the feast or preparations for the feast are all in a frenzy. Like, people are trying to... Um, the, <laughs> the, the, the herb seller is uh, getting out various spices for the, for the meal, um, ha- having just brushed Isaiah off uh, for, for his complaining and asking for poisons. Um, so things are very busy. Um, there are starting the smells of cooking food coming from some of the cookhouses that are in the encampment. Um, they are bringing uh, these barrels of um, ale and al- other like alcohol that they've kind of been setting aside just for the occasion. They had sent out the, the invitation to Xanathar's uh, guild the, the previous day. Um, so uh, a, few, a few hours after like the, the preparations start, um, a, uh, you, you hear a little bit of, uh, not a commotion, but a little bit of activity up near the, the, guard, tow- the guard post. And um, a uh, after a few moments, a uh, shifty human with a pale complexion, jet black hair, uh, and uh, kind of a say um, fidgety. He, he's very fidgety. He's constantly kind of fiddling with the uh, the strap that's on his hilt for his dagger. Um, is kind has a uh, basically a guard detail of um, three bugbears. Um, he enters into the camp, uh, kind of looks around, and um, one of the the um, hobgoblins that uh, kind of was escorting him into camp. Uh, points in the general direction of Azrock's uh, housing, and then he, the the guard then goes back to his post. Everyone in the area, so Isaiah, Kath, and um, Lucas, make perception checks for me. That's uh, the one wisdom thing I'm good at. Told you it's like a 50 50 chance today guys <laughs> 23 <laughs> nice okay I'll i am oblivious okay <laughs> lucas you're too distracted probably following around one of the people that's getting the ale ready um the uh Kath, you'd notice the this person walking in and um the bugbears seem to be acting kind of weird uh, you can't, aren't quite able to kind of put a finger on it, but um, they're 
just it, it's weird that they're escorting this human in the first place. Um, I don't recognize him, right? No. Okay. Um, Isaiah. So first off, um, you see the bugbears have very like blank stares. Um, they are not. They don't seem to be themselves. Uh, the human in the center of them definitely still has his wits about him. And uh, peeking up over the collar, uh, like on his neck, is a purple, it, what looks like a little purple tattoo. Um, and you see a, uh, the, the tattoo is in the shape of an eye. Since you've been in Skullport, or not Skullport, since you've been in Waterdeep before, uh, and you probably would have at least heard of Xanathar's Guild, uh, that marking, that tattoo is a uh, basically a symbol that he is a part of Xanathar's guild. Interesting. Okay. Um I was going to I was going to say does it have anything to do with the tattoo of an eye on the back of Isaiah, but no. Nope, unless Isaiah is secretly part of Xanathar's guild. Yeah, at one point. He has a tattoo on the back of yeah, his neck from forever ago. I did not know that. He usually keeps it covered. I don't think I remember that. Yeah, no, that's that's Jeremy, like Jeremy, you were one supposed to come eyes. up with a big reason. Yeah, I thought you had some logical explanation. I thought this was like a <laughs> symbol of my past. Was that something I was that something I gave you, or was that something you just no, put it's on something. I, it's something I made. It's something okay. I made. Yeah, but so you don't, said don't you were going to come up with a okay. reason for it, Jeremy. I, I, but just... I think that a, a handle for use at a later date. Yeah, yeah. Yes, but I also think that this has come up before. Yes, when we <laughs> found it? the assassin who's trying to kill Mert the moneylender. She had the same tattoo, or she recognized yeah. the tattoo. Did she? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, oh. yeah this does not look like that. Yeah, no. You, you, when you mentioned it, it was Xanathar's, it immediately dismissed yeah, that Yeah, yeah, it's, it's not similar. I need to look it back at what that, because uh, I, I, like, I'm start, starting to jog my memory because it's been, <laughs> what, two months since that's been relevant or maybe more than that oh probably more than more. that oh more, more than that was probably during the summer something like that. anyways um thank you for reminding of me of that because that is important uh but not for that's this. not important now <laughs> <laughs> it is important just not right now um so yeah very, he, he is going very... towards azrox's encampment um, but the, like I said, the bugbears, uh, are look, glazed over. Yeah, they're glazed over. I'm going to nudge Keth and mm. just whisper low to him. Uh, the twitchy fellow He's from Xanathar. I don't like the way those bugbears with him don't seem to be paying attention to their surroundings. Xanathar. You mean that beholder, badger man, create? Oh, you weren't there for that. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> you still captured. He looked very different from Xanatar, that badger man, create. Yes, uh, he is. He is working for Xanatar. Oh, I see. I see. Yes, but. I don't know if he is up to any good. He seems nervous, and those bugbears seem like they are 
charmed or something. I think it might behoove us to follow them. Where where are they going? I thought they were. Are they just walking through the camp? They're going to Azrock's. Uh, oh, okay. Uh, not tent because it's not a tent. Azrock's. There's building. no tent in the Undermount. Yeah, there's no tents. There's no <laughs> tents. Guys, guys, I think I think the wine might be from the Moon Sea. <laughs> That's wonderful, Lucas. Come with us. <laughs> Wait, what? Where are we going? <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna pick up my quarter staff and pretend it's a walking stick as we follow them. Okay. Um. So yeah, he. <laughs> goes up to um Azrock's building uh and the the two guards that are posted on the outside um you hear him say um I am the uh liaison for Xanathar's guild. We have come to discuss things with uh Azrock. Dormammu? <laughs> We've come to bargain. That's right. Yeah, I don't. I don't like that. I dragged the chainmail covered halfling along for this stalker <laughs> <laughs> mission. Jingle, jingle, jingle. But I did because he needs to be in on the action in case anything goes wrong. He doesn't like. Yeah, the one of the. Um, I'll say one of the bugbears turns. Are you trying to be stealthy, or are you just walking in that general direction? We're skulking. You're skulking. <laughs> We don't yes. have the skulker Sneaking. feet. <laughs> We're skulking through Skullport. Um, not in Skullport. Episode We're title. Skullport. There it is. <laughs> We're not. No. <laughs> We're not even there yet. It's clickbait. Um, it just means you're not a professional skulker when you don't have the feet. <laughs> you're not yeah. getting paid to do it. Amateur skulking. Yeah, amateur skulking. Every time yes. one of them turns around, we're just immediately interested in whatever market. As I picks up like a little teapot we're, or something. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We're doing we're doing Kronk's theme music. Da, 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 da. <laughs> yes. Beautiful. Exactly. One of the bugbears turns around, and you're like right by the the uh, herb station. And you, you like turn to actually be interested in the wares and the, the, the hobgoblin merchant is just like you again. Why are you here? This grass <laughs> smells so much better than this grass. <laughs> <laughs> Neither of those are grass. That's a root and that's a sapling. I like sapling smell. <laughs> How much for the sapling? Two gold. Here are two gold. Thank you much for two my gold. sapling. You actually hand her two gold. <laughs> I, I actually just hand okay. her two gold. Okay. Uh, Find the sapling. <laughs> Find the sapling. What a weird man. <laughs> and now I'm just using it to kind of keep my face covered. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. You're it's it, it, the, it, the thing though come, is that it's, it, it's indigenous to the underdark or not underdark undermountain so like it doesn't have any leaves because photosynthesis isn't a thing so it's just like this mass of like roots and branches that aren't like woven together so it's like basically holding up a stick in front of your face that's legit 
so it's not providing any cover for your face, but you're like still using it to try and hide behind. What on earth are you doing? <laughs> it's called stealth. You have I know a bit you too are not very proficient at it, but this <laughs> you may not like it, but this is what peak performance looks like. <laughs> <laughs> Regular man. This is from the guy that got caught while being invisible. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We're, we're, okay, I didn't, I didn't realize we were trying to be quiet. <laughs> it's not no, about being quiet. It's about being inconspicuous. Ducks behind <laughs> stick. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Even the like at this point the 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 the, uh, the guy that's like about to enter the. Uh, uh, the Xanathar's uh, guild member is about to, like, enter in. Just kind of looks behind him and, like, looks directly at you hiding behind the branch and just goes... <laughs> and shakes his head and then just walks in. <laughs> Real smooth, regular man. And this is when I just chuck the sapling away and then realize I spent two gold on it. <laughs> yeah. I, ex I fully expect that to be uh, a well-maintained. Yeah, exactly. The fact that Isaiah has It'll... to carry around a sapling now. <laughs> yes, it's a bonsai. Well, how big is it? Care for it and tend to it. I don't know. How big is uh, this it's, sapling? It's <laughs> that's the thing. It's it's a sapling. It's basically like this little pot. Uh, it has like so a little bit of soil in it, but it has like a it has a sprout up. So like I was talking about it not having any leaves, but like it it's literally just a. It, I mean, it's a sapling. It's like just a single shoot that it's is like, raising from this. It's like baby Groot when yeah. Rocket gets him back after the explosion. <laughs> yeah, it's just a stick in a pot of dirt. Yes. <laughs> It's a cup of dirt. The sort of thing you would... I, oh I call it cup of dirt. Just you can move on. Give me an F and go to the next kit. Um, going to inconspicuously move that way. <laughs> <laughs> um, so the uh, Xanathar entourage enters into um, Azrox's house building thing i still don't know what to call it i keep wanting to call it his domain but like his domain is the entire encampment not just his dwelling there we go dwelling i can call it Azrock's dwelling there we go <sighs> that's using the old noggin okay quick question dm before we continue with the story just yeah. clarification yeah this plant is native to the underdark Yes. Or under mountain. Under mountain. Yeah. So it has no leaves, no doesn't require photosynthesis or anything like that. Yeah. Can I just stick it in my bag of holding? Yeah. Will it survive? I didn't say it didn't need air. Uh... It's got air. No, I just need to take it out every so often to breathe. <laughs> okay. There's air in the bag of holding. There is. There's a there is. There's a yes. finite amount of air. You can put something or someone into a bag of holding and they can breathe for an X amount of time based on how yeah. big they are. And how really? many of you died. put in there? Like, yeah, yeah, Lucas, we could put you in the bag of holding, and you could survive for like ten minutes. Mm, no. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I will stick the sapling in the bag of holding. Yes, I will. Yeah, so it doesn't uh, encumber me. You or know anything. what? 
Make a nature check for me. Oh, great. <laughs> That's wisdom. Based are, you, wait, are you trying to keep this sapling alive, or are you just putting it in the bag of holding? I am proficient in nature. Okay. Ooh. Natural 20, baby. Okay. Well, that doesn't, doesn't mean anything. Flip. This is an ability check. You don't create okay, an so ability 26. check. 26. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's a large number. You would know that uh, the uh, this plant is specifically, it, it's really good at pr- uh, living and thriving in... Um, Obviously, low light, but also low air, uh, like low, um, low oxygen environments, low oxygen, like confined spaces. Well, plants don't really care about oxygen, but low. So what you're saying is if he puts it in the bag of holding, it's going to fill the bag of holding. It's not with tree. It's not going to fill it, but it (laughs) actually might start to like it, 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 it would thrive in. The bag of holding. Okay, so it's oh like gosh. it's like the same thing as swallowing watermelon seeds and cultivating watermelons in your stomach. It it, it would continue to grow in the bag of holding, is what I'm saying. Yeah. I'm I'm not saying it's just gonna like boop boom tree, but like it right. it will it will more than stay alive. It will continue to grow. All right. That has been my contribution to this session: is the sapling and everything <laughs> associated with it. And expect no further <laughs> Expect no further good rolls. <laughs> expect no further great contributions from me. Yeah. That can't be good for that tree. <laughs> it is. Trust me, I know I am a plant doctor. You stole away the tree, or the sapling, and um, uh, basically follow up the... Uh, follow uh, Xanathar's entourage into... Um, Azrock's domain and not domain, Azrock's dwelling. Um uh I'm going to jump into uh something that kind of needs to happen this session and we're gonna jump back and forth a little bit. Uh jump right into it again. So we're going back to Yakeg. Been a few sessions. It has been a few sessions. Welcome back. Um so we last left Yakeg. He was uh, at the gates of the city of the dead, and uh, the mm-hmm. gatekeeper had told him that there hasn't been souls arriving in quite a while, which is, needless to say, very, very weird. Um, and since he was the first soul to make it, in such a long time, he sent you to go right to uh, Kelimvor. Thank you. I just realized, uh, like at the end of of like that session, that Kelimvor is like the yes. god of the dead, like out of character. Um, first off, is this something like based on what I've told you about Yakeg's oh, if you knowledge? Know. Is this something that he would pick up um, on? Yeah. You don't really deal with like death. That wasn't really anything you you were interested in with your um bard studies. So, uh if you want actually if you want to make a history check, you can make one. Oh. 
Well, give me a moment. I have to pull up his character sheet. Age-old question. Do I know a song about it? Yeah, basically. <laughs> or a poem. Yes. I mean, it could just be a story. Right. But, yeah. You probably want to keep Yakeg's character sheet up because there's going to be a little bit of interaction with Yakeg at this point. Okay. I want to say his his uh, religion thing is like a plus one. Uh, but I'm not entirely. Oh yeah, religion. That's a stat. Yeah, it would be religion, not history. Well, yeah, it'd be religion. Uh. What knowledge of a god would be religion? <laughs> that's ridiculous. Preposterous. No, that's a that's a theology check. Yeah. Okay, it's a plus two. Okay. Twelve. You know he's a god. You don't know of what. But if you want, you can probably put two and two together. <laughs> I can probably put the symbol by his symbol together with the fact that he's a god to realize he's something I mean, morbid. Well, he's literally in, in the city of the dead. Like, so, yeah. That's that's true. He's just visiting. <laughs> it's right, I'm just uh, visiting, you know, grabbing some coffee in the works. You come to the city of the dead often. <laughs> mm-hmm. They, have a, they always have good sales here. Okay. Um, Estate sales, maybe. You you follow the directions that the gatekeeper gave you. Um, you your footsteps echo off the uh, echo off the cobblestone walls of the building surrounding you. Uh, once you get into like the the more the center of the city. Uh, you make your way to um, the the actual castle, um, and when you're when you're traveling in, you see a great multitude of other spirits kind of lazily floating to their destinations. Um, one of them floats straight through you. You kind of brace for impact uh, on reflex, but you don't feel anything as they pass right through you. Um, despite the great number of souls here, the silence stretches and covers the walkway. Uh, once you uh, approaching the castle itself, it is made out of crystal, which contrasts with all the kind of cobblestone structures around you, um, and contrasts with the just the gray uh, palette that everything seems to be coated in essentially like cobblestones gray the sky is gray like there there is a very big lack of color here the large doors uh it, despite all this gray uh the large doors kind of catch the dim lighting from some of the magical lampposts that are spread throughout the city and they twinkle back at you a little bit as you approach um as you approach the door um as you approach the door uh, automatically just opens for you, um, and you go through. Um, you travel down some hallways, and each uh, at, along, lining the hallway and providing light are um, 
torches um, with that are lit by a, a magical uh, kind of a dull green flame. Uh, they bounce off the crystalline um, walls because, like like I said, the whole castle is made out of crystal. You uh, travel down this hallway uh, and finally get to what you would assume is the throne room. You've been in a, num- a number of noble buildings, castles, and stuff before as for, um, as your travels being a bard. So it's pretty easy to guess that this is a throne room. Um the light uh, from the, the, the torches kind of bounces off the um, they bounces off of the pillars that are in kind of along either side of the, the main, I'll say walkway in the middle of the room. And it's really uh, the light hits these pillars and the pillars kind of refract it out into uh, like all around the room, basically. So it looks kind of looks like the pillars themselves are glowing. Um, mm. <clears throat> the in in stark contrast to the crystal surroundings uh, at the end of the the throne room, where you would normally expect to be a, an actual throne, is a modest uh, wooden cushioned chair. Um, a, a man who is about in his mid-40s, as well as you can estimate human age, being an Arakakra, um, is sitting on the chair with a few others beside him. Uh, there is a woman with large, uh, dark eyes and flowing blonde hair uh, standing barefoot next to him on his left, um, where you expect to see innocence in her eyes with her seeming so young. Uh, you see... Uh, long-born pain, which surprises you. Um, to the right of the man on the chair is a yet older man with almond-colored hair and gray stubble. Um, he is dressed in colorful garb that would suggest that he's a bard. Um, his expression, however, was anything but is is anything but colorful. Or jovial, for that matter. Uh, to the right of to the right of the bard, so continuing out, uh, is a another uh, is another woman. While you were able to estimate the age, or at least the apparent age of the three others, um, you can't for the fourth. Uh, this fourth stranger has a timeless quality about her. She has the color, uh, her skin is the color of honey, and her hair shimmers in all, uh, despite the green uh, lighting, shimmers in all the colors of autumn leaves. Uh, Her eyes glow with, uh, glow gold like the sun, and her beauty is very striking. Uh, If you had your instrument, you would be sure that her beauty would inspire many, many songs. Um, the four of them were talking in hushed tones, uh, kind of measuring out each word. And as you enter, they turn to face you. Uh, the young woman who, um, the, who's barefoot seem, eyes seems to brighten for a moment, uh, while the woman uh, who, uh, of striking beauty seems to eye you with interest, seeming to appraise you as if you were a weapon that was set before her for her to purchase. 
with that, we are going to jump back to uh, the camp. <laughs> so we're going to leave you there, but we will return later on. Jumping back to the encampment, Lucas, Kef, and uh, Isaiah are standing outside the outside the tent, just ab about to... Gotta write that all down. Outside the tent. what, Jeremy? It's not a tent! Uh, by the uh, out entrance to Azrock's dwelling. Um, you, you follow up and you enter, and um, the... Uh, a man with the jet black hair kind of turns around and looks at the group quizzically for a moment and then just kind of dismisses you and turns his atten attention back to Azrock and his wife uh, who are standing before him with um, some guards of his own kind of on either side. The man, turn, uh, like I said, turns to Azrock and continues what he was saying. Um, Xanathar sends his regards. <laughs> no, no, I'm kidding. Um... <laughs> And then he casts Fireball. <laughs> I have come on behalf of Xanathar. It is good that you came. We have, we have much to discuss about the current predicament in which you and your guild find yourself in. We know that Skullport used to be under your control, but has since left its control. Your, your control, rather. We are looking to wrestle control back from the uh, foreign entity which now controls it. But we are looking for your help in the matter. The foreigners have definitely been a thorn in our side. That is true. My name is Ehrlich. I am one of the higher-ups in Xanathar's guild. If you would mean to drive out the the foreign invaders that have taken over Skullport, Xanathar is willing to negotiate. Azrock nods and says, that is good. Now, first, we are having a feast to celebrate a great victory, which we, you have been invited to. After the feast, we will discuss, uh, you're, we are waiting for another party to arrive that will help hopefully help with this endeavor after the feast we will discuss with the the other party uh what what the plan of attack for taking back skullport will be and uh, with, with that he uh basically just dismisses Ehrlich and Ehrlich's guard uh detail and they um turn around uh you, are you guys just standing in front of the door <laughs> uh probably to either side of it um so they uh they walk out um from their uh from from the dwelling i can't figure out another word for that um, and Azrock uh, turns to look at um, the three of you. Did the three of you need anything? I look at Isaiah. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you looking at me? <laughs> you dragged me here. Kat, <laughs> you were saying something about a reason we needed to come here. What was that? 
I thought Lucas won it. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> just listening in on Guest Man. <laughs> Guest Man. Yeah. <laughs> What he said. <laughs> You're right over there, Jake. Right. Is that what we were doing Inconspicuous. Yeah, I just want to I can, I can assure you that you, you, uh, you three, as well as the other three adventurers that were in, in the, uh, in, in the camp will be invited to the, um, Negotiations and discussions for the the plan for Skullport. Um, Who is he discluding? Badger. Yeah, he's kind of he's lumping Badger in with the uh, just the were rats. Then I suppose we do not need to take any more of your time. If you will excuse us, we have preparations for the feast. We do. Yes. Like what, Lucas? was going to sample ales to determine the best pairing with the meal. That's a really good idea. <laughs> <laughs> if, if you say so, regular man. I, I just did, didn't I? Let's go. <laughs> Don't have to tell me twice. So the, the three of you leave the room. What are the real preparations, or were you just looking for an excuse to get out of the room? Just an excuse. <laughs> okay. I mean, I think Lucas is still going to go sample the ale anyways. Well, yes. Provided <laughs> they don't kick me out. Before he sampled a little too much. <laughs> this is your third time around. You can't just keep getting free samples. That's cool. <laughs> we need to save some of it for the feast. Lucas at a Costco. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Another. <laughs> Lucas goes off and... and you, is anyone following, going with him to sample the <laughs> Keth ales? is not going to where the ale is. I was personally hoping I could stalk the Xanathar guy again because I don't like him. Okay. <laughs> Uh, stealth check. Okay, that I'm good at. Because you're good at those. Oh, but I already rolled my 20 for tonight. I'm due a one. <laughs> I just can't lose tonight. <laughs> 25. <laughs> nice. Okay. Um. Yeah, so you're easily able to tail the guy while he's... um. Kind of like, kind of standing around. Um, there, there isn't really much for him to do until the feast actually begins, um, and so he's more just checking out the camp. Maybe a little too much. Kind of getting the lay of the land. I'm not counting stopping. how many guards there are. Yeah, he he's like, I mean. Memorizing where the watchtowers are. Yeah, and he's casing the joint, basically. He's, like, knowing where all the exits are, where everything's located, that sort of thing. 
how easy would this be for Xanathar to take over? Just in case things go south and he needs to get out of there. Of like, course. He's used to deals going south, so he's <clears throat> kind of planning his escape, so to speak. This is uh, when the uh, where Rat Entourage arrives. Um, so Badger, you, Holt, and uh, one of Holt's advisors and two are, we'll say, four, um, four additional were rats kind of serving as his guard. Yeah, have have uh, finally arrived at camp. Question. Yes. Initially, when we when we had talked about this, was was Holt the main leader? Yes. Okay. Okay. I wasn't certain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Holt's the main leader. Okay. With us arriving, how does the how does everything look at the camp so far? Like, how long till the feast? Um, the feast will be, uh, part, the feast will be starting shortly. Um, the, there's already a number of tables and things set up kind of in the middle of ta- uh, camp with food starting to be piled on it. Um, they've cracked open a couple of the, um, various, like, uh, alcohol that they have stored up, uh, for just this occasion, and um, there's uh, think things are all coming together. Yeah, it's all coming together. Well, I guess uh, if they don't know the way, I'll try to help them find Azrock. So you lead your you lead your brethren to Azrock's dwelling. Uh, the guards wave you in, and um, all of you enter into his kind of throne room esque thing. Holt speaks up. Lord Azrak, I thank you for inviting us here. We are very grateful that you are willing to help us in our time of need. Certainly. It has been a rather unpredictable time. We are certainly thankful for uh, your sending Badger here to help us with our, with our problem so that we we can in turn help you. I hope today this is the beginning of a very um, fruitful alliance between us, that we can win back your home and that we can band together in whenever other times of trouble may come up. Holt responds, this is an amazing opportunity, and I, I... uh, reciprocate the sentiments that a, a joining together against any sort of uh, outside enemy uh, that may come upon either of us would be beneficial for both of us. We greatly appreciate that you are able, willing to help us take back our home. Now, um, Azrak pipes up, wonderful. The feast is almost ready, and I invite you and your brethren to join us. After Afterwards, we will have uh, d- have more detailed discussions about the how we wish to take back Skullport and your home, so that we can form a strategy. 
And uh, with that, I will say, enjoy the feast. Because I know that you and your brethren have been fallen on hardship for a time. Holt nods and says, we thank you for your generosity. And then um, kind of uh, motions everyone to leave the um, leave the room. And he follows everyone out. The feast is about to begin. Everyone is taking their places and sitting down. Uh, mo- most of the servers are actually bringing out the food onto the tables. Um, Lucas, did you... Uh, did you uh, sample any of the uh, any of the alcohol beforehand? Of course. Okay. Uh, how much? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, how much did you uh, sample the wares? I had to try a little of everything. Okay. Then um, the food is brought out, and um, they bring out they bring out the drink. Uh, most of the adventurers are kind of all uh, gathered together at one side of the table, or like one specific table. So the feast has begun. Everybody, check under your chairs. One of you, you get has a magic a gold item, star. and you get a magic item, and you get a magic <laughs> item. Is oh, is that how that works? So, feast has begun. Who is partaking in what? Do you guys eat any food? Do you drink any drinks? Uh, <laughs> at this point, the party decides we don't want to be at the feast anymore. <laughs> if they insist, I'm going to be there. <laughs> what what kind of food and drink are we looking at here, Mr. DM, before we decide to eat it? Uh, I mean, the drinks are... Uh, the, the, Lucas was actually correct. There is a, a, a casket of ale that is from the Moon Sea. There's a casket of it? So they just loaded a casket <laughs> of yes. ale. Yes, they did. And they just put, they just tapped a casket. Yep. <laughs> Don't nobody tell him. Nobody correct him. Yes. He said what casket. he said. He'll never He'll know. He'll never know. The casket of ale. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know like they they open it up and there's a dead person just like <laughs> helps with the ferment fermentation process yeah yeah <laughs> yes because that's how ale is made yes that's how it's made the feast has begun everyone for is... the third time tonight the yes feast has I, begun. for the third time i i'm i'm asserting the feast has begun okay asrock um you know, we're just gonna skip that part because what we're skipping the dancing idea. and juggling bears, owl bears, uh, the, the owl bears that are on fire. Yes, we are, we're skipping <laughs> that part. <laughs> <laughs> so all of you are kind of uh, seated at a specific table. Uh, you are joined by Spike, Lady Elena, and um, Sir Frederick. <laughs> uh, and you all start to you know i grab whatever food you want whatever drinks you want go for it still haven't told us what kind of food there is yeah yeah what it's that's, food this is the important question what it's, what are they serving it's the mythical creature called a turkey we're bringing that back <laughs> so, um wow are we late on that <laughs> by like six weeks yeah 
Six weeks? Oh, yeah, by the time this <laughs> yeah. goes out, yeah. I don't know. Well, I mean... It's a Christmas goose. Sure, yes, yes. The mythical creature called the goose. There we go. That's right. It, no, it's... Yonk, yonk. They're, they're, their hobgoblin stuff is like leftover Thanksgiving stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, clearly. It's it's microwaved Thanksgiving. It's got, it's got stuffing, and there's... Uh, Mashed potatoes. Where's the cranberry meat? Side? That's probably the there, there, there's some pie? good meat, and then there's some questionable meat that they you think they're mystery. Yeah. Meat. Is this meat? It's just kind of beaten into a paste. It looks questionable to me. But the uh, uh, funny enough, the uh, the herbs lady is like really pushing it because it you like she uh, spiced it up and like made it good. Well, now his eye is not going to eat. It will absolutely, um, <laughs> absolutely not. That that is what he said. Lucas's discretion is probably eroded to the point that he will accept some of whatever this is. <laughs> okay. Uh, hungry. He's excited. The actually, <laughs> the meat paste tastes pretty darn good. Like those spices. Are just perfect. It's like hobgoblin meatloaf. If you like meatloaf, then that sounds good. <laughs> there, there's the exactly. There's there's the title for the episode: hobgoblin meatloaf. I like it. Oh, if um, there is such a thing as hobgoblin meatloaf, I do not doubt that Lucas eats it with an abundance of ketchup. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you're probably right. So I have a stereotypical question to ask. Sure. Is there cheese? Oh, absolutely. Oh, splendid. They 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 knew who were who who I mean they they knew the audience that they right. were catering to. So there there is definitely some cheese here. Wonderful. Um, so, as I'm sure everyone was waiting for, cheese and meatloaf, Spike. Opens his mouth and goes, "What kind of food is this? <laughs> what did it look like? Cheese and meat. It's darn good food. Hey, it just—it just looks like meat paste. What is this? The starving orc in arm that would gladly eat this meat. Oh. <laughs> Are you playing the like? Starving kids in Africa. That's absolutely what he's doing. Right now. <laughs> yes. Listen." have standards <laughs> and starve i mean some of it's good i guess the cheese looks okay it kind of smells like feet though if i was sober i wouldn't be going for this but <laughs> it's really good so i'm not with it <laughs> no lucas is like no really you gotta try the meat paste it's fantastic everybody That's takes right. a drink <laughs> Everybody takes another drink. Any more small talk? Spike actually tries the meat, the paste, the meat paste. Well, I'll be. <laughs> this is, this is pretty good. I'm not, I'm not gonna lie. I, j I told you. You know, it looks disgusting. It kind of looks like someone kind of bashed someone else's heads in and put it on a plate. But it's, it's good. All the bugbears are looking before. at him. It's in spout. 
When you're hungry enough, anything tastes good down here. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. Did you call me Spoke? Spoke. That's what I heard. Yeah, isn't that your name? <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 Spoke. man. It's Spike. Spike. Sp well, Spike. Yeah, Spike. Spike. Ratman, I definitely heard Spoke. Oh my. The corners of Isaiah's mouth just begin to twitch <laughs> upward. <laughs> <laughs> You've got to... No, no, no. It, it's Spike. <laughs> uh, Sir Frederick just kind of look. Kind of gets... Are you telling me your name isn't Spoke? Ha <laughs> 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 ha. Very funny, big guy. We've been friends for like five years. <laughs> Lady Elena pipes up. I don't know. I think Spoke has a really good ring to it. Haha. <laughs> -ha. Make fun of the rogue. Yes. You just now picking that up. I'm sure you'll sleep really well tonight. As uh, they're discussing, um, I'm, I'm going to say that uh, Berg that Badger's going to be sitting next to Isaiah, and he's going to okay. lean over at him and uh, ask, uh, hey, say, uh, you know if... Uh, Xanathar's uh, liaison showed up. Kind of just whisper it to him. Gotta be seated at the table somewhere. Yeah. Yes, he did. And he arrived with a retinue of glassy-eyed bugbears. I yes, followed him around for a while, but he doesn't seem malicious, just suspicious. And healthy and nutritious. <laughs> <laughs> and magically delicious. <laughs> I'll point him out in the crowd if I can identify yeah. him from our seat. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, Badger, make an Arcana check. Probably just as well if we never find out what this meat actually is. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Fifteen. The symptoms that the that uh, Isaiah described to you are, are something that you've heard about before. You. I think they could be uh, under the effect of mind or intellect of ours. Oh, that's something. That's something you've heard that Xanathar uses occasionally. Nice guy. They sound like Walmart brand mind flayers. That's kind of what they are. They're like lesser mind flayers. Are they? They're the ones that they drop your intelligence. The devourers. Score. The devourers are the brains with legs, yeah. right? Okay, yeah, right. So they've had their conversation. I'm sure. <laughs> I'm. I would guess that his eye is going to point them out to. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I, I that, that already did, yeah. happened. Okay. Okay. Um. Yeah, that's what the arcana check was for. Like. Yes. Um. Because he was actually looking at them. <clears throat> okay. Ben Bad is just going to keep eating and uh, every now and then eye the guy. Okay. So is the meeting taking place after the yes. feast? The meeting okay. is going to take place after the feast. Um, it's a little tasty. Like, have this nice feast and then uh, and then everybody walks away from the meeting unhappy. <laughs> <laughs> the, the big question here. Who drank the alcohol? Oh, uh, I did. Yeah, and Lucas, Lucas did definitely, yeah, a little, okay. little bit. Uh, 
Everyone who ma- drank the alcohol, make a constitution check. Okay. Final fantasy logic. Uh, constitution check or saving throw? Saving throw. Okay. Pretty good at these. Except today. It's a positive <laughs> modifier. <laughs> it's a positive modifier? Okay. That's going to be a nine. It's a 12 for me. <laughs> okay. Final Fantasy logic wins again. Every, uh, <laughs> Lucas, uh, you pass out. Uh, okay. Uh, Badger, you make it. Everyone in the encampment except for... Why can't anything be simple? Herb lady? Because then we wouldn't have side, 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 the side herb lady. quests. The herb lady. The and herb lady. She didn't have poison because her. she put it all in your drink. Hey, kill her for me. Everyone except the herb lady, the uh, Xanathar's whole entourage. Um... Oh, that's suspicious. And uh, some of the uh, a few of the guard detail that there of uh, Azrock's guard detail that was actually like not at the feast; they were still at their posts. <clears throat> is conscious, but everyone else isn't. Wait, even the people who didn't take the alcohol. Uh, the people who didn't take the alcohol are fine. So, okay, so Isaiah, Kath. So they knocked us out, but they haven't killed us. Yet. Yeah. Wait a minute. So when does this happen? Does this happen slowly over the course so, of a meal? or uh, I'm, I'm... It happens basically all at once. Oh, okay. Simultaneously. That's a little odd. Yes, it is. I'm trying to I'm trying to decide if if Isaiah had enough of a lapse in judgment to take a drink. Why not? He can't get drunk. Lucas was heartily recommending certain alcohols to anybody that would listen. But Isaiah can't get drunk. So you would have right. no reason oh, yeah. not. And that's half the appeal. Right. So <laughs> So I think I, I well, will say that he passed. Yeah, I don't like I'm okay. I'm fine with Isaiah not drinking. There is a uh, commotion at the guard station. And then a group of... Uh, so there's some uh, some commotion at the guard station. And then a group of uh, drow make it past hey. the guard station out into this feast where oh, no. 95% of the people are just passed out. Were we allowed to bring weapons into the feast? Yes, you are armed. That's fantastic. Also really thoughtless of the organizers of said feast. Well, especially if they're bringing in hostile parties, but I'm not going to question it. I just know that I have a short bow I can pull out at the moment everyone collapses and I will be firing an arrow at the herb lady who has not passed out. <laughs> <laughs> so, so let me just, uh, let me, so this, let's, let's play this out. A bunch of people just collapse over. The herb lady goes, it was the guy asking for poison. <laughs> and then that guy who was asking for poisons shoots her. Yep. 
Listeners, this is Isaiah Tideborn, the new parent to a small sapling of some kind. I want to know whether or not you think this plant will survive, as other members of the cast have expressed a doubt as to my ability to care for it. So if you could please go onto our social medias on Facebook, Twitter, or our subreddit, and simply convince my fellow castmates that this plant will be just fine in my care. It would be much appreciated. To let you know, with the holiday season coming up, we are having to record a few episodes in advance and have decided to deviate from our usual schedule and record a winter-themed one-shot. Keep your ears peeled for news on when that episode will be released and perhaps what content will be included. Once again, I ask you to go to our social medias or share this show with your friends. Thank you again for listening and hope that you will continue to do so and see how this plant thrives in the next few episodes of Table Quests. It's gonna die. Shut up, Lucas. <laughs> We're beginning, I say, and then completely realize I haven't pulled up my notes for this session. Fine. Well, that's fun. All, all of Jeremy's notes uh, deleted themselves. Yep. yep. Beholder ate his homework. <laughs> Gosh dang it. I um, can tell you what no, happened. I think if it's you forgot. Because, oh, that's not what I meant to say. Keth is level 10 now. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, because Jeremy doesn't have any notes that he can prove otherwise. Yep. yep. <laughs> no, oh, you're not. Man. Prove it. <laughs> it's on my character sheet already. Literally, prove look it, at the Meta list. Man. Why is this not okay? So it's here. It's just not showing up where I Meta found uh, what's her face, Silverhand, and we are back in Waterdeep. What? Oh yeah, that's yeah, right. We found L'Oreal, <laughs> the open lord of Waterdeep. Oh yeah, See, but the, the problem is the problem is two can play that game. Jeremy can make up all sorts of crap. Rocks fall, you all die. Except <laughs> I have the evidence. I, I know what happened in the last episode. I have all of your recordings. Right. I, I also have the recording of me narrating stuff. So, like, it's not that hard to be like, yeah. The power struggles here, session. guys. <laughs> well, that's the thing. If Jeremy says that there's going to be a party, something's going to happen at the party. I mean. Xanathar attacks for real this time. Seems very uh, untrusting of you, Nick. Why can't a party just be a party? It might yeah, just be a, a social encounter. Guys, don't drink anything that they give you. If an NPC <laughs> gives you something, don't drink it. Final Fantasy logic. They've done that three times. Three times in Final Fantasy, really? Yeah, mm -hmm. in Final Fantasy fourteen, there are three separate instances where someone drinks something at a banquet or feast, and it's poisoned. I think it's an original two. idea. I think it's two because you have. Oh yeah, yeah, it's two because the the queen lady and then the the, the dragon pack. Spoilers. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he took at least twenty one damage from a yokel. That's true. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I'd want to nurse wounds like that if I were him. Yeah. He's a fighter. He's probably fine. It, yes, it's it's only a flesh wound. <laughs> <laughs> yes, just a scratch. 
your whole arms off. No, it isn't. Well, look. What are you going to do? Bleed on me? Bad worse. <laughs> you liar. Uh. <laughs> <clears throat> yes. Um. Why do I always start characters with that? Uh. <laughs> I'm talking now. We are. Yes. They're gathering their. They're they're gaining resource. They're that. I'm going to inconspicuously move that way. <laughs> Make it an inconspicuous check. <laughs> okay. Are you the DM? <laughs> I've been bit. I've been caught, guys. <laughs> um, it's the it's the FBI open up meme. <laughs> Player calls for an ability check. FBI open up. Breach, breach, breach. Uh, this plant. What's its Latin name? <laughs> Mount Mountanus Plantaeus. <laughs> Sunniest Sunniest Bonseus. Bon <laughs> I just found the thing about how much air is in a bag of holding, by the way. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Breathing creatures inside the bag can survive up to a number of minutes equal to ten divided by the number of creatures in the bag. Minimum of one minute. Okay. So if there's one person in there, they can survive for ten minutes. Okay. Quick, grab the halfling. <laughs> no, I, we don't want to create a pattern of stuffing the halfling into things. You mean create? <laughs> I think you mean we continue. already put him in a dresser. Continue. Yeah. Um. He said the thing. <laughs> Everyone wants to go. I know. I'm resisting. Yes. I'm resisting. I'm resisting. Um, gosh dang it, it's Yakeg's death all over again. He died while he was already dead. Yep. That means he dies in real life. If you die in the death plane, you die in real life. <laughs> oh. What happens if you die in the death plane in real life? Then you die in the game. Uh, what? <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. Ah, see, it's all—it's just a big circle, see? The circle of death. Oh, you're just dead either way. How is that a circle? Yeah, if you die, you die. Uh, you die, and then you die again. You're just dead everywhere. So don't right. die anywhere. Just don't die. Pro tip. Don't die. Oh. <laughs> Pro D and D tip: Don't take damage, and you won't die. Wow. That's not true. Power word kill doesn't deal damage. You just die. Where did they get milk? I wonder. From the surface, same place they got this goose. I mean, they the undercows. They didn't. <laughs> the undercows. <laughs> where does milk come from? The undercow. No, I mean that's where the undercows just... come from. I mean. That's where it comes from in real they life, didn't too. They need to get the milk. They just needed to get the cheese. Oh, you thought we said under mountain? No, we said utter mountain. Yes. <laughs> uh, this is the kind of banter that you can expect. Uh, yeah. Each week this on <laughs> Table Quest. On Table Quests. Subscribe.
<laughs> you suspect that the bugbears in Xanathar's Guide... Uh, Xanathar's Guide. Yes, Xanathar's Guide to Everything. Oh. No, um, ah, yes. in Xanathar's... Uh, it's only twenty nine ninety nine on D&D Beyond right now with code TableQuest20. Bye, bye, bye! Don't, yes. don't use Rich. that code. It doesn't exist. Our, our discount code... Takes 0% off of your order. <laughs> and probably <laughs> sends you true. to a fake website that gives your computer a virus. But trust us. TableQuest LLC is not responsible for any computer viruses. <laughs> uh, when you kill a, the... So, fun fact. When you kill its host, it tries to take over, basically, like, teleport to the nearest person. And if you don't make the save, you just die. <laughs> and it takes over your body. Oh, See, wow. another thing that just nice. kills you with no damage. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay. Good thing I've got this helmet hair to protect me. <laughs> helmet hair. I have helmet hair. <laughs> Take off your helmet. <clears throat> I'm not going to. Guys, this isn't this Shrek script reading, all right? Saving that for later. <laughs> We just, we keep lapsing back into old yeah. habits. Yes. Does everybody have a magic item except me? Uh, I don't think I, think so. Badger doesn't. Don't, oh, okay. Well, oh, you okay. have the gloves of, uh, you crit or you miss. Yeah, the gloves of absolutes. Well, no, those belong to Yake. Right. And right. also now in the bag of holding. The decagger. De was also no, no, Yake. Yake definitely gave those gloves to Lucas. Lucas was like, yeah. oh, these aren't actually all that good. I don't actually want to attune to them. Oh. Oh, yeah, because I decided that your lucky feet actually applies to them. Oh. Or not feet, but the, the halfling luck halfling trait. trait. Mm, I don't have them copied down. Well, that would have been good to know. Yeah. I mean, I, I didn't. I do remember that happening, but I, for some reason, I never copied it onto my character sheet. Probably right. because that conversation didn't happen when I had it pulled up. Probably not. So that's, I think that was that was like it happened during after. a session. It happened a long time ago. Yeah. Oh, did it really? The the Jeremy's decision to make them. I useful? don't think yes. my decision. Oh, I don't the think decision maybe not. But Yake handed them to you during a session. I think not it was like during a during the elemental fight. I think I remember starting to Probably. copy them down and then stopping because I was like, these aren't good. Probably, but you still have them, whether you okay. wrote them down or not. Well, we'll figure that out later, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to need the description. Yes. Unless it's in the DMG, in which case. I can no, it's, it's, it's not. A, Jeremy made I, them up. That's why they a, weren't that yeah. great. Okay. <laughs> Ouch. It's why they were bad. <laughs> because the Hot the cake. one Jeremy made them. That's why they were bad. <laughs> yeah, tell that to Isaiah and his signature weapon, the dagger yeah. of opportunity. Yeah, because um, that was actually plus good. one dagger with a blink ability. Yeah. Why did I, I give that to you so early on? <laughs> It hey, it has provided one of the more cinematic moments in the campaign. Oh yeah, because you're playing favorites, Mister DM. Y yeah, clearly. That's right. mm. Clearly, Isaiah is Jeremy's favorite. That's why he got <laughs> and yeah. lived and turned to stone, and held captive by drought. poisoned, yes. and lived, uh, <laughs> captured and spider lived. Spider food. That's right. Uh, Very nearly killed by spiders just moments ago, <laughs> but he survived all of them. 
Yakeg runs into a beholder once well. and he dies. <laughs> <laughs> but that was Isaiah's fault because he couldn't open the door. Yeah, but Isaiah doesn't get any repercussions from that. He walks away. Perfectly it's fine. also Yakeg's fault for not spending his inspiration. That's yes, true. Yes, this is true. Well, no, that's Jake's fault, not Yakeg's. Oh, okay. Well, I guess Yakeg is exempt then. Yeah, Yakeg's exempt from that. He does. That was Jake's fault for forgetting, not reading. 